Welcome to the Tony Gaskin Show, best-selling author, celebrity life coach, and international speaker. The purpose of this show is to bring you motivation, inspiration, and education in the areas of life, love, and business. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Hey, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Talks with Tony. Not sure if you missed, but had a little break there. Glad to be back. Jumping right into the question of the day, person wrote in and said, Hey, Tony, first I want to start off by saying I've been watching you and listening to you for years now. I'm glad to admit that your advice and wisdom helped me get over a horrible relationship in the past. May God continue to bless your legacy. Thank you very much. Today's question is about my marriage. I normally do not reach out to people for advice. I normally keep everything inside and discuss my issues with Christ only. I'm in a long-distance marriage at the moment and it's taking a toll on my relationship. My husband has been gone since November 2017, and now it's going on June 2018. My husband took a job opportunity overseas. It hurts to know that he had a choice and still left to go overseas freshly in the marriage only after being married for two months. His expected return date is the end of July 2018. I supported his decision to work overseas, but now things have changed. Ever since he's been overseas, he's been behaving really strange. All we do is fight and bicker. He never calls to check on me or to see how I'm doing unless it pertains to him. We will go days without speaking if we are mad at each other. I do everything by myself in the States, literally everything. I feel single and alone. When I try to discuss starting a business when he comes back, he replies with yes, but doesn't show further interest in the topic or really any topic. Communication is the key in a healthy marriage, and we don't have that. He never asks about bills, my job, nothing. I feel like a husband should be interested in their wife every day. I try to be sexual, caring, and compassionate and have phone sex and send him intimate pictures of myself and he rarely engages with me. I'm starting to feel like a bother to him. When we get on the phone, I'm the one that's always talking and trying to keep the fire alive. He never brings up sex anymore and he's a very sexual person. Some days I feel like giving up. The constant fights turn me off. The lack of interest he shows turns me off. He is so selfish. My intuition tells me that he might be involved with someone else, but I have absolutely no way to prove it. I'm starting to believe I married a grown boy. I've had several talks to him about this and the same behavior keeps happening. I'm running out of patience. I know marriage is supposed to have its ups and downs, but what are you to do when you feel unwanted by your spouse? I tried fasting and heavy prayer for my marriage People normally say the first year is the hardest. I didn't picture marriage to be this difficult. I know that we're both still young. We still have some growing to do. We have other issues, but this one has been a continuous problem that has been bothering me. How do you survive your first year of marriage? Any advice? Thank you so much for writing in, and that is very deep, a deep situation, and I just, I couldn't imagine doing that. You know, my wife has this look about her. And this is the thing is, 
you know, when you're married, you have a say so, you know, you have a say so. And, and it's not really an ultimatum, but it's kind of like where there's love, there's respect. And so when you ask your partner something, you know, or if your partner asks you something, you have to be able to speak up and really express yourself and say to them, you know, hey, you know, I'm not cool with this. And my wife kind of has a look to her. If I ask her a question that she's not cool with, and it may be something crazy like, hey, babe, can I go overseas and work? You know, which I've asked her that question before, ironically. And, and this was years ago. I was talking to this guy and he was doing some type of contract work overseas in like Iraq or something. And he was getting paid $16,000 a month. And this is when I was, you know, working a regular job and I probably was making $1,200, $1,800 a month and or probably was new in my career just making, I don't know, maybe a few thousand, you know, two or three thousand a month and asked my wife, babe, can I go overseas and work with this contracting company that this guy's working with? You do it for like a year and, you know, he comes back with hundreds of thousands of dollars and is able to invest in business, kind of, you know, help his life. And she looked at me like I was crazy. She was like, what? Are you kidding me? No, absolutely not. And what am I supposed to do? Be here alone and we're married? Absolutely not. And so by her saying that, I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, that's basically telling me if I want to go over there, the marriage is over. Like I can hang it up. And so without her saying that. And so that let me know, okay, I got to stay here and make it work. And so you have to realize that you have a say-so in your marriage. And so you allowed him to go. You allowed him to go, which you probably wanted to put it on him to make the right choice. But men, we won't often make the right choice be when money is involved because we are wired to provide. And in that, you know, seeking of provision, it has taken him overseas and it created separation, and with separation has come some other things that he didn't foresee nor anticipate. So this is it's really strange for him to do it. It really shows me that money means a lot to him, and the opportunity to make some money means a lot to him. And it also shows some immaturity. It also shows a, a lack of love because just human nature, like I had the coolest job in the world that I was doing and could have continued to do, you know, working in the NBA as life coach for a team. And it was taking me away from home like two to four days every week. And that NBA season is probably like, I don't know, eight months or something. And so it was so draining. And although it was the coolest job being around these superstar athletes in the locker room, talking with them, laughing with them, on the private plane, in the five-star hotels, visiting the other arenas and walking on these legendary courts and shaking hands with players from the other team. I mean, it was an amazing experience for someone who loved the NBA. But halfway through it, I told you know my boss, like, look, man, I can't do this. Like, I, I can't do it. This is too much. Like, I'm away from my wife and family too much and it's too hard. 
And that's because I'm truly in love. I, as a man, I can't imagine wanting to go overseas for, you know, half, eight months and be away from my wife that I just married. Like, that is something that I just can't fathom. So I have to say, you know, you're in a tough space. You have to realize that you played a part in this by okaying it and and letting it happen. If you were strongly against it and you let him know you were strongly against it, which you didn't say, and I feel like you would have said that if that was the case, if you really made it known to him and he still went, then that would be a huge red flag. And now with everything that you're saying, and this is for every woman in this situation, and I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of people don't want to hear this, but men are not cut out for long-distance relationships. We are physical people. We are physical touch. It is not about, like, the mental for men. It is physical. For women, it's a lot of mental. Women are mental. So for a woman, you, we as men have to make love to your mind in order for your body to want to make love. For a man, you don't have to make love to our mind. Our part has a mind of its own. Just brushing up against us the wrong way, it's going to wake up and be ready no matter what's going on in our mind. And unless we're facing a depression or something like that, but typically it's not the case. So for men, we are physical. We, we are physical touch. We are physical. We need to look you in your eyes. We need to be able to put our nose on your neck and just, mm, and just, you know, feel you. And when a man doesn't have that, typically a man replaces it with something else and whatever that may be. So if that's pornography, if that's another woman, if that's gambling, if that's whatever, drugs, alcohol, typically your presence will get replaced. And for him not being sexual, for him not being engaged, him not, you know, reaching out to you for days and, and being angry, knowing that you're so far away, it's almost like he really doesn't care what you do. And or he doesn't think you would ever have an affair or he doesn't care what you're doing. And it sounds like he is really occupied. You know, I would hate to think the worst and think that it's another woman, but it could very well be something in that arena. And that's something that when he comes back home, you all need to sit down and address. And you need to sit down and you need to address it and you need to come up with a plan of action. If that means going to relationship counseling and you do four sessions, ask him to go do four sessions and then you all do like four sessions together, 12 sessions total, and then see where you are. See where you are. See if he's willing to put in the work. See, and, and then you put your foot down and say, no, you can't go overseas again. Um, and if you're going... I'm going with you. If And if you're unwilling to go with him, then tell him that, no, you can make money here. You, you can accept a job opportunity here. And put your foot down. You have a voice. You have a right to speak your mind. What you want matters. And if it still cannot work, then that is when you really have to face the music and say, look, okay, he fell out of love. As soon as we got married, he, he left. 
went overseas to work, he fell out of love, and then you have to decide, you know, who do you call then, what type of help do you get? Sometimes just you getting the help, even if he won't go, you know, come do relationship coaching with me or someone else, if you do it, just you getting the knowledge and knowing what you have to implement in the relationship can fix things because with every action, there's a reaction. And so if you make the right actions, it may prompt the right reactions, which could be efforts to making the relationship work. So, hey, thank you for your question. Thank you for writing in. If you have a question for me, anybody else, send it in to inbox at TonyGaskins.com, inbox at TonyGaskins.com. And if you need more of where this comes from, make sure you visit Tony Gaskins Academy. Dot com grab the real love university thank you so much for tuning in we'll talk soon <laughs>